I suppose that only people have double meaning. Only stories and myths. Only words. Only things that we say and talk about have more than one meaning. Otherwise, I suppose things are as they are. But for us, whenever we tell a story, there is also always more than one meaning. Not just the meaning that we intend, but the meaning that is taken. Not just the meaning on its surface, but the meaning that is implicit. Not just something that might be cosmic in its scope, but something that can be very particular as well. So here, in this story of the sun myth, told in 1891, there are levels of meaning. It is, on the one hand, a creation myth, and it is, on the other hand, a story about the sociology of these people. The sun was about to rise. He said to his wife, What would you think if I went to see the sun? His wife said to him, Do you think he is near that you want to go there? On the following day he went out again. Again he saw the sun. It was nearly sunrise. He said to his wife, Make me ten pairs of shoes. Make me ten pairs of leggings. The woman made ten pairs of shoes and ten pairs of leggings. The next morning he went. He went far away. He used up his shoes and his leggings. Then he put on another pair of shoes and leggings. He went for five months. Then he had used five pairs of shoes and five pairs of leggings. He went for ten months. Then he was near the place where the sun was rising, and he'd used all his shoes. Then he found a large house. He opened the door. There was a girl. He entered and stayed there. He saw arrows hanging on one side of the house. Quivers full of arrows were hanging there. There were hanging shirts of elk skin, wooden armor, shields, stone axes, bone clubs, and head ornaments. Implements used by men were hanging on one side of the house. On the other side were mountain goat blankets, dressed elk skin blankets, buffalo skins, dressed buckskins, long dentalia, shell beads, and short dentalia. Near the doorway, some large thing was hanging. He did not know it. He asked the girl, Whose are these quivers? She said, They are my father's mother's property. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these elkskin armors? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these arrows? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these wooden armors? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. 
Whose are these shields and war clubs? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these stone axes? They belong to my father's mother. Then also he asked about the things on the other side of the house. Whose are these buffalo skins? They belong to my father's mother and to me. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these mountain goat blankets? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these dressed buckskins? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. Whose are these deerskin blankets? Whose are these shell beads? Whose are these long dentelia? Who are these short dentelia? They belong to my father's mother. When I am grown up, she will give them away. He asked about all those things, and then thought, I will take them. When it was evening, the old woman came home. She hung up something that pleased him. It was shining. He stayed there a long time and took that girl. They remained there. Every morning the old woman disappeared. At night she came back. She brought home all kinds of things. She brought home arrows. Sometimes she brought home mountain goat blankets and elk skin shirts. She did so every day. He stayed there a long time. Then he grew homesick. For two days he did not rise. She asked her granddaughter, Did you scold him? And is he angry? No, I did not scold him. He is homesick. Then she asked her son-in-law, What do you wish to have when you go home? Do you want these buffalo skins? He said, No. Do you want these mountain goat blankets? He said, No. Do you want these elk skin shirts? He said, No. She showed him all that was on one side of the house. She showed him the ornaments. She showed him everything. He liked the great thing that was hanging there. When that thing turned around, it was shining so that one had to close one's eyes. That he wanted. He said to his wife, The old woman shall give me only her blanket. His wife said to him, She will not give it to you. The people tried to buy it but she will not give it away. Then he became angry. After some days, she asked him again, Will you take this? She showed him everything. She showed him all the implements used by men. When she came to that thing that was hanging there, she was silent, and she became tired and said, Take it, but look out if you carry it. You wanted it. I wished to love you and I do love you. Then she hung it on to him, and she gave him a stone axe. She said, Now go home. Now he went home.
He did not see a town until he came near his uncle's town. Now the thing which he carried in his hand shook and said, We shall strike your town. Then he lost his senses, and he broke his uncle's town and killed all the people. Now he recovered. He had broken all the houses. His hands were full of blood. Then he thought, Oh, what a fool I was. The thing I wanted is bad. He tried to throw it away, but it stuck to his flesh. Then he went. He went a short distance, and again he lost his senses. He came to the town of another one of his uncles. Again the thing said, We shall strike your town. He tried to keep quiet, but he could not do it. He tried to throw it away, but his hands closed. Then he lost his senses and broke all the houses. He recovered, and the town of his uncle was destroyed. The people lay there dead. Then he cried and tried to strip it off in the fork of a tree, but it did not come off at all. It stuck to his body. He tried to strike what he wore on a stone, but he could not break it. Then he went on. He came near the town of another one of his uncles, and again the thing which he carried shook. We shall strike your town, it said. Then he lost his senses. He broke the houses of his uncle's town. He destroyed his uncle's town. Then he recovered. He cried because he made his relatives unhappy. He tried to dive in order to take it off, but it stuck to his body. He rolled himself in a thicket, and he tried to break on a stone what he wore. Then he gave it up. He cried. He came to a town of another uncle. Again the thing which he carried shook. We shall strike your town. He lost his senses. He broke all the houses and killed all the people. Then he recovered. All the people were killed, and the town was destroyed. His arms and his hands were covered with blood. He cried, Caw, caw, caw and tried to break what he wore on a stone, but it did not break. He tried to throw it away, but his hands closed. He went on, and he came near his own town. He tried to remain standing, but it was as if his feet were pulled toward it. Then he lost his senses and destroyed the whole town and killed his relatives. Then he recovered. The whole town was destroyed, and the ground was full of bodies. And then he cried again, Caw, caw, caw. He bathed and tried to take off what he wore, but it stuck to his body. Sometimes he struck it against stones and thought that might get it broken, but he gave it up and he cried. Now he looked back, and there the old woman was standing. She said to him, I tried to love you. I tried to be kind to your people. Why do you cry? You wished for it and wanted to wear my blanket. Now she took it off and left him. She went home. He stayed there. He went a short distance and built a small house. (laughs) 